beaches and beer gardens. Great option. Well, you can't get cheaper than free. Welcome to Tokyo Cheapo Podcast. Think Tokyo's expensive? Well, think again. All the best tips for visiting and living in Tokyo on a pittance. Cheap sushi, cheap sausages, cheap dates, cheap dogs, cheap hotels, cheap holidays, cheap sumo, cheap salads, cheap bikes, cheap booze, cheap chicken. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and cheapos, to episode 12 of the Tokyo Jeepo podcast. I'm Chris Kirkland, and joining me is infamous cheapo Greg Lane. Hello, Greg. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm very well. I'm good, good. Uh, sat here in my underpants because it's hot. But don't you usually sit there in your underpants? Uh, yep, yeah, rain or shine, you can see me in my underpants. Right. <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm sitting here in shorts, so I'm wondering if I should take my shorts off and sit in my underpants just so we can you know, some cheaper, kind of connection. It's cheaper being in your underpants because then you don't have to pay for jeans or shorts or anything. So a little, true, little cheaper true. tip to start. I, 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 I guess they'll last for longer, won't they? You know, if you only wear them <laughs> once, a, once a week. <laughs> so... So, um, from underpants to summer, this week we're going to dive into some summery topics, smoothies, beer gardens and beaches. Yep. So, um, uh, all this to look forward to, but before we do that, um, let's talk about social media interactions on the interwebs. So, Greg, um, we had a, a little uh, flutter, a flurry of activity on Twitter over some uh, remarkable uh, beer garden promotion um, what, yes. what is the story? What was yes. the story? A, a, Shin, a Shinagawa Beer Garden was running a, a promotion. Oh, actually, it's, it's currently going. It's, uh, if, if you shave your head uh, down to less than three millimeters, shave, shave the hair in your head, you can basically get this course for 48 yen, which would normally cost you 4,800 yen. So, you know, or you can drink beer and, and food. So um, I thought this, this sounds like a pretty good deal. We should probably cover it. So I, I wrote something on the site, and uh, we put it out on Twitter and Facebook, etc. And uh, then we got kind of challenged by, uh, by Tokyo by Bike in particular and a few people on Facebook um, to organize some kind of uh, get-together So you know, um, and to show our, our cheapo uh, credentials. So um, I did that. So I called up uh, the beer garden and, and uh, made the booking. Well, I tried to make the booking, so I, I said, you know, we'd like to book for six people on, uh, on the state. And they said, oh, okay, that's, that's fine. And uh, I, I mentioned that, you know, we're interested in the, uh, in the 48 yen deal for, you know, if you shave your head. So, and she said, so how many people are coming? And I said, six. And she said, how many are um, going to have their heads shaved? And I said, all of them. And at that stage, suddenly um, there seemed to be a bit of a hesitation in her voice. So <laughs> she she went and talked to her manager and came back, and it seemed like everything was booked out. So uh, I have my major major doubts that of uh, their honesty in that whole whole uh, promotion. So um, if you're thinking of booking it, I'd say don't. You know, like um, I like cheap stuff, but I don't like being scammed. So um, yeah, beware. Bit of um, a bummer there. Bit of a bummer. That's kind yeah. of cheapo dream. Yeah, it's a bit through. of a shame. It would have been good. Yeah, I mean, we could have, you know, we could have had six people there drinking for um, less than than uh, three hundred yen. So I think probably the the TokyoCheapo.com budget could have covered everything. <laughs> could have covered all of our <laughs> readers. Yeah. Uh, or maybe just six people. 
Yeah, maybe six. Anyway, moving on from uh, social media to our cheapo eat for the week. Um, and it's smoothies. We're going to give you some uh, smoothie recommendations. Um, so why don't you start, Greg, with uh, your recent discovery? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, third burger, or the third burger, not not the third burger. Just to, just to clarify that, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a, a burger shop in uh, Amotesando, um, and it's it's kind of it's a unique kind of place. They it's it's totally not like any other um, like fast food place you've been to. It's it's very uh, stylish and um, kind of cool, and it's got like a, a garden on one wall, and. Um, you know, like very minimalist and everything. And the Can whole you sit, sit on the garden? No, you, you can't. It's it's not like trees and stuff. It's actually like the it's like a vertical garden. So it actually covers the wall. So um, I guess you could probably lie on it, like you know, vertically. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can't sit there. But uh, the kind of concept is um, actually you're supposed to be able to eat hamburgers and and go there every day. So it's like not not just a special thing. It's like you know daily hamburgers so they have these hamburgers which are supposed to be really healthy according to them and uh, smoothies so that's their big thing hamburgers and smoothies so the hamburgers are pretty good value I'm not sure so sure about the smoothies though they're about 500 yen each which is kind of you know that's that's getting up towards um, kind of Starbucks level so it's yeah. it's pretty kind of standard you've got some uh, some cheaper places though Chris? yeah so there's like we found found in a few subway stations there's little kind of smoothie kiosks um, two of note in Shibuya Station and Otemachi uh, near Tokyo Station. There's uh, a couple of little uh, smoothie kiosks, and they're much cheaper. Um, I forget off the top of my head how much the one in Shibuya is, but it's I think it's like 280 yen, something around that price. How about the one in Otemachi? Yeah, pretty, pretty similar price. Uh, from from memory, it's about two, 250, 300. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a horrible place to drink a smoothie, though. I mean. Yeah. But, you know, maybe if you bought it there and, and went, drank it somewhere else. And as you would expect, the portions are pretty small. Right. There's one other smoothie place worth a mention, and that's uh, Smooch in uh, Ibisu. They uh, will link to their website, well, their semi-functional website in the notes, but they, uh, they've got a real delicious menu, and I, they do much, uh, you know, much more reasonable sizes. Um, they're probably the nicest smoothies I've had in Tokyo, actually. Okay. They range. They range from what is it, four twenty, yen to uh, five eighty or something. So they've got a few different sizes, but um, yeah, some real uh, tantalising flavours there. Not just the kind of normal sort of strawberry syrup blended with some ice. It's like proper fruit, proper healthy smoothies. Right. Cool. And of course, um, the other option is just making your own. Um, you can pick up a handheld smoothie blender. Um, pretty cheaply from somewhere like Big Camera, or uh, get one secondhand on Craigslist. I had a blender where you stick the stuff in, you know, like from Willet Blend, not the handheld one. I think I sold that for right. like 500 yen or something. And uh, yeah, I used to bung all kinds of fruit in it. And uh, you know, bananas, a bit of uh, milk, a bit of ginger, cheapo smoothie. Nice. Yes. So that's the cheapo eat. Um, have we got anything on the cheapo calendar, Greg? I guess what's coming up in the next few weeks are summer festivals. So pretty much every little um, you know, neighborhood in Tokyo has a, has a summer festival. I'm, I'm putting together the, the cheapo weekend for the next couple of weekends, and uh, on both of those, there's, there's about you know, 10 different festivals. 
happening in different neighbourhoods. So you know, it's it's the that, that time of year, I guess, right before the uh, the fireworks festivals festivals, which will be coming up in August. When is Umi no Hi? Umi no Hi. Uh, good question. I think it must be in. It's the 15th of July. There's there's one one public holiday in July, none in August, and there's a few in September. So yeah. So Umi no Hi is Marine Day, and I know it seems to be like the day to go to the beach. Which is the day you shouldn't go to the beach, right? <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah. Well, we'll get onto that when we start talking about beaches, which is actually now. <laughs> Good timings. Yeah. So, um, beaches and beer gardens. Let's start off with beaches. Maybe let's do them in the reverse order of what we've got them written down in our notes. Uh, start okay. with the kind of perhaps least likely one and go to the most likely one that uh, you cheapos will go to. So, um, just a general overview of the beaches in the Tokyo area, if you don't know. Um, there's a few beaches which are fairly close in the sort of Kanagawa area, which is just south of Tokyo. And typically you can reach most of them in just a little bit over an hour from a central Tokyo station. Um, the second choice from that are the beaches in Chiba, which typically take a, about a couple of hours to get to from central Tokyo. And the general rule of thumb is the beaches in Chiba are a little bit more kind of, um, you know, they're, they're kind of nice, nicer beaches, more, more nature and less people, um, but they just take a long time to get there. The beaches around the Tokyo area are a little bit more kind of urban. A lot of them, you know, it's, it's just like you're in the middle of a city and then suddenly there's a beach and they're very crowded in the summer. But if you like, um, if you like a kind of party, um, then the Tokyo beaches are good because you get lots of kind of live music and um, bars and there's just crammed with loads of people. So if you like a kind of party beach atmosphere, then um, the Tokyo beaches will certainly tickle your fancy. So, okay, let's go through our list of beaches. Um, so starting in reverse order number five, we have Onjuku, which what? is in Chiba. I have never been to Onjuku, I'm sorry. It's well, kind of famous, I guess. I don't know. What, what do you know about it? I've seen some pictures and some of my <laughs> friends have been. Um, I think the surfing's a bit ah, better yes, there. Yeah, yeah, it's more surfing. of an ocean beach, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because you get bigger ocean, you know, Pacific rollers. Anyway, um, it costs about 1,900 yen to get there one way from Tokyo Station. So you're talking about just under 4,000 yen for a round trip. Um, and that yeah. train takes uh, just just under two hours. It's probably more of a, an overnight kind of trip, I'd say, because it, it does take a bit longer to get there. So, you know, typically you, you would go there, you know, in the morning, spend the afternoon there, stay overnight, you'd have another day and then come back to Tokyo. Whereas the, the, uh, the other ones are more of a, a day trip, I guess. Exactly, yeah. Let's um, quickly hootle on to the next beach on our list, which is Miura Kaigan. What? Uh, Miura Kaigan is also part of the Kanagawa Peninsula. Um, or the Miura Peninsula, which is in Kanagawa. So if you, you look at the map of Tokyo Bay, there's a kind of little pointy leg bit that sticks out. Um, that's the Miura Peninsula. And Miura Kaigan is on the Tokyo Bay side of that peninsula. Yeah, it, it, kind, of, it kind, of, kind of divides, in my mind, it divides kind of Yokohama from uh, like the Shonan area. You've got that kind of bit that right, juts Greg. out and kind of separates it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Miura Kaigan is also a kite surfing spot. Um, I uh, um, used to go there every summer and, well, also the autumn and occasionally the winter. 
um, going, going there kite surfing. There's actually a kite surfing school and uh, shop called Long Island. Um, if you're into kite surfing, then pop into Long Island uh, and say, Chris sent you. Um, and they're sure to give you a royal welcome. A royal but, um, welcome? Anyway, a royal cheapo welcome. Okay. Actually, I've got but something the, else to say about that. The the uh, Miura Kaigan. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's everyone, but uh, if you're a part of the the national health insurance, which is um, some people think it's a bit overpriced, but anyway, if you're part of that, there's there's often little benefits that that they don't tell you about. So, but you know, but if you um, if you read through all the you know documentation they send you, which is you know quite a bit usually, it's usually hidden away there somewhere. But in my particular case, um, they have a free coupon in there for, for using a, a, a beach house at Miura Kaigan. So a beach house are like these kind of places on the, the beach where they have showers and lockers and, you know, you, know, you can dump all your stuff while you go swimming. So that's quite a handy hint. So nice. That's use it a for good free. cheapo tip. It does change from, uh, from place to place, but, you know, they often have those kind of deals. So it might be a different beach. Interesting. Anyway, the beach itself is... Um it's a, uh, it's just a reasonably nice beach as the kind of Tokyo area beaches go. It's quite a long one, um, and there's a sort of bit of nature in the background. Uh, the only, the main drawback in my mind is uh, it's actually quite cheap. It's on the KQ line, and um, if, you're, if you live in Shinagawa and you don't need to do any transfer, I think it's still about 700 plus each way. Yeah. But if you're coming from like Shibuya or something, it's... I think it uh, clocks up about a thousand yen. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Because it broke us about 250, 260 to get to Shinagawa. Yeah. yeah. So let's, um, let's jump over to the next one, which is Enoshima. I think it's perhaps the closest beach to Tokyo. It's certainly the first one I went to. It's a good, uh, good beach for cheapos because the Odaku line is rather cheap. We'll link to the article in the notes, but we did uh, a sum up of uh, the cost of getting to all these different beaches. Yeah, Enoshima is, um, it's not the prettiest of beaches and it does get very crowded in the summer, famously full of uh, gyaru and gyaru-o. You'll recognize the host style uh, Japanese uh, young gentleman. But the, the kind of bonus is it's got the little Enoshima Island, which is nice to just sort of um, traipse around. And there's a, a kind of tower thing that you can go up and get a nice view, get a nice breeze. And lots of and cats. Ah, yeah. Cats everywhere. Cats with no tails. Yeah. So uh, even though the beach itself isn't fantastic, um, it's, it still makes a nice day out. Yep. I, I guess check the price for you. It's, um, it's actually 1,100 yen from Shinjuku. Oh, no, sorry, what that's the wrong information. I was looking at the, the Shonan uh, Shinjuku line. Yes, uh, see, this, well, this is the cheapo tip. As you okay, Odaki line, line, it was pretty close, actually. It's 610 yen. Which is not bad, really, is it? One way. Difference. I mean, yeah, yeah. So if you take the, the it's, JR, it's 1,100. Yeah. If you take the, the uh, Odaku line, it's 610 yen. And you can get it at like a yeah, train this, straight there. Like it only takes uh, a bit over an hour. Yeah. This is a key cheapo trip. Um, when going to these beaches, don't use the JR line. It costs a lot more. And the same with our next beach, Kamakura. We've mentioned Kamakura before, I'm sure. Several of our articles reference Kamakura, but it's got a nice beach. It's a really historic city with um, a nice little beach there as well. And um, again, the same cheapo tip holds is you can get there on the JO line, but you can also go most of the way using the Odaku line and then uh, 
transfer or you can uh, use the Toyoku line as well. So whenever you're going to these beaches, make use of as little JR trains as you possibly can. Anyway, Kamakura, um, as I'm sure you know, it's, um, it's a city of uh, history. It's, uh, it, well, it's an ancient capital, isn't it? It is it's indeed, yeah. Kamakura Jidai. Yep. And so you've got all these um, um, old temples and Buddhas. Um, uh, there's, it's surrounded by hills, so you can go walking yeah, it's the hills. Yes, good, good well. hiking around there, definitely. And, uh, and it's got a beach as well. It's uh, a great day out, Kamakura. And while the beach itself isn't exactly fantastic, um, it's still pretty nice. And I find it's usually less crowded than um, the more popular beaches. So it's, uh, it's a good contender for the, the number one spot on our beach list. But let's jump over to the number one spot, Greg, and reveal to our cheapo listeners our favorite beach. Are you ready? Drumroll, please. Our favorite beach is Leaf Mountain. That's right, it's Hayama, an extra stop away from Kamakura. So you get off at uh, Zushi. Uh, there is a beach at Zushi as well, which is worth an honorable mention. There's lots of um, action on Zushi Beach. There's always live music, bars, uh, and it's always crammed again full of Gyaru and Gyaru-o, and um, also a few military servicemen, US military servicemen. Uh, the beach is quite nice, um, but it's very urban. It's like in the middle of this Zushi city. Mm -hmm. But the pro tip is, is you take the bus from Zushi Station to uh, Hayama Beach. Um, we've covered this in our beach yep. article, which we have. we'll post in the notes. But Hayama Beach itself is really nice. Because it's an extra bus ride away, it somehow seems to filter out a lot of um, the Gyaru and gyaru oh, And you're kind of left with um, a nicer vibe on that beach. There's less people. I think it might, might depend on what time of year you go. I mean, I, I, uh, I took my, my two daughters there. It was actually on a weekday, so you know we chose not to go on the weekend because we thought it'd be a bit, bit crowded. So we went on a weekday uh, at the height of summer. So it was like August. I think that it was actually about 37 degrees or something the day we went. It was just ridiculously hot, and um, it was actually we had to wait in a really big long line for that bus. It was like we ha we had to catch like the third bus, and uh, it was quite crowded. But I mean, it's I guess it's all relative. It probably wasn't as crowded as some of the other beaches on the same day. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the only bottleneck is you have to, the bus, um, there's only one bus going there, so you might have to wait a bit. Yeah. But um, uh, back to Hayama, it's, it's like um, you feel much more like you're in a, a sort of semi-tropical destination because the beach itself is lined with trees. Yeah. Um, there's actually the, one of the emperor's summer residences, yep. or his only summer residence, I I. I don't know how many he has, but there's a, a summer residence, which is a really beautiful garden, which you can kind of look into. And there's a nice strip of grass. This is, this is the real bonus for me. There's a little kind of grassy um, tuft, mm -hmm. which you can kind of sit on overlooking the sea, which is a rare um, pleasure for Japan. Yeah, that's actually very nice. Like it's, it's, a, it's a good place to get the sand off yourself at the, at the end of the day as well. And there's yep. some rock pools, mm -hmm. uh, there's people fishing. And as well as a nice little beach where you can swim. And of course, um, it's, it's got plenty of action. There's live music and uh, some nice bars. Another tip is um, don't think you're gonna buy anything when you get there. Like, um, it's uh, completely devoid of, of, of convenience stores. We, we found a little shop actually, like it's like one of those little kind of shops, whether it's a combined uh, post office and supply shop and ice cream shop and like, you know, the, they do like, you know, tours from there and stuff. 
um, which was kind of really, really kind of quaint. But don't expect to find a shopping street or anything. Yeah, it's there's it's nothing. It's a bit isolated. Yeah. So let's do some quick beach tips. Okay, so uh, number one, just picking up what you just mentioned, make sure you get your provisions um, well before you get to the beach because um, you're going to end up spending a lot of money buying stuff on the beach or near the beach. Uh, Zushi Station, there's plenty of supermarkets, so you can yep. usually pick up something in Zushi. Um, probably better still is, is to check, pick up something before you even get on the train. Mm -hmm. the, as we've already mentioned, avoid the JR lines because they cost um, quite a lot more than the uh, KQ, um, not KQ, the Tokyo or the Odaku lines. I think it's actually the KQ um, line. I think it's, it's KQ anyway. Ah, uh, you might be right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, yeah. no, there is a KQ line that goes to Zushi. There's mm -hmm. two. But um, uh, check out the article in the notes, which actually has a breakdown of all the uh, cheapest routes to get to the beaches. Yeah. Uh, other tip is um, is going off peak. Um, as Greg mentioned, it does get particularly rammed even during weekdays in August. So I'd say um, if you can, uh, August, try and stick to weekdays unless being sandwiched between... Um, thousands of semi-naked Japanese bodies is your thing, in which case, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but um, uh, if you do go on the weekend, then just get up and go really early because... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm imagining nice spot. that bus would be really bad news on a weekend because it's um, yeah. it was pretty crowded on a weekday. You know, it was like, you know, kind of like a, a crowded Tokyo bus. So... Um, or another tip is you could go late, uh, go later on in the day because people tend to, I think... Yeah. Peak time is between like twelve and three. Yeah, it's probably if a good you arrive tip. at the beach at like five p.m. or something, you'll still catch the sunset, mm -hmm. and everybody will be going in the opposite direction. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, so avoiding the peak times, and um, just because all the Japanese stop going to the beach um, at the uh, stroke of midnight at the end of August, thirty-first of August, doesn't mean that you can't, because the weather's still really good during September and often even October. So I, I remember um, countless times going to the uh, Hayama Beach or Zushi Beach in August and it being rammed, going there like on the 2nd of September and then just nobody being there. It's just literally kind of a, a fifth of the people on the beach. It's, and of course the weather's basically the same. If you go there on the, the 2nd of September, you'll, you'll find a bunch of bulldozers Kind of dismantling yeah. all the uh, all the beach houses and stuff. You know, if you wait wait a couple of weeks after the end of the sea, you know, like mid September, or or a week after the end of um, August, if you want to avoid avoid the uh, the deconstruction crews. I don't know. It's not like they wrote, they're driving over you. It's not such a big deal. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, you know, I've I I was there when this was happening myself. It's uh, you know, especially like Hayama, where it's quite um, there's quite a large area of the beach that isn't covered in beach huts. So mm, mm. There's plenty of space to be away from the true, dismantling. True. So, there's beaches. Shall we move on to beer gardens? Let's do that. If you're new to Tokyo, it's actually very easy to not even notice any beer gardens because they tend to be a little bit out of the way, like uh, on on typically on a, on a rooftop of a, a department store or. Uh, you know, hidden away somewhere. So, you know, if, if you're just new to Tokyo, you're probably not aware of exactly how many there are, and there are a lot. Typically, these beer gardens, uh, they're not that cheap, okay? I mean, that's, that's probably something we should start off by say, saying it. You know, we've, we've had articles on the, the site about, like, places with 200 yen beers and, and uh, you, know, you know, 300 yen bars and that kind of stuff. 
for the, these kind of places, you're, you're generally paying a bit of a premium for uh, going to a beer garden. So um, I guess before we actually mention any of the, the beer gardens, probably a good place to start is uh, an article that we put on the site recently, which is how not to waste your money at, at beer gardens. So um, I'll just quickly mention a few of those tips. I won't go into them in great detail, but uh, the first one is um, think twice before getting the all-you-can-drink uh, package because a lot of them will have these kind of, you know, 3,000 yen nomi uh, hode, like all-you-can-drink. The problem with these is that they seem like a really good deal because, like, you know, two hours, 3,000 yen, you know, how much, how much beer can I drink in that time? And you kind of do the calculation and it, and it sounds quite good. But the problem is, um, especially if the beer garden is crowded, uh, it'll take them 10 minutes to take your order. Uh, it'll take 10 minutes for the beer to, beer to arrive. You know, by the time you finish, you'll have to you know, hunt down a, a person to get them you know, more beer. It's, it's, that's, that's usually the way it works. So um, I found it's rarely, rarely a very good uh, idea. Um, and second is um, don't order pitches. <laughs> so I, I've said it a bit more colourfully in the article, but... Uh, you can get a big pitcher of beer and, and you know you share it with your, your friends at the table. The beer gardens actually charge more for these for the, the amount of beer you get. So you think it's a good deal, but it's actually a worse deal. People like to pour beer for each other in Japan, so you know, I guess they're just taking advantage of that and uh, you know charging more. Another thing which is a bit counterintuitive is don't make reservations. So if you make a reservation, they they will make you. Um, get one of these silly courses like you know the, the, the all you can drink and, and a, a food course. If you just turn up, you know, apart from the end of August when it's um, kind of, you know, really, really peak season, or if it's a Friday in August, then you, you might not be able to get in. But otherwise, uh, they're generally not, not that busy. I remember once, uh, did you organise the meetup? Was it your meetup? Possibly. Well, tell there me about it. There was some beer garden, and I, I think you were saying how you, there was no booking, and there was like uh -huh. 50 of us or something. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've managed to sneak about 90 people into a beer garden, so... yeah without a booking and that was on a really busy night and um, actually that worked out really well because uh, we so overwhelmed the staff that um, everyone ended up, ended up paying about a thousand yen each so yeah that, that's yeah that's another cheapo tip yeah it's, it's not not use the establishment yeah it's not completely honest but uh, anyway um, I've got a little cheapo tip a, a very quiet discreet one because I'm sure you might risk getting thrown out is I was at one of the beer gardens and um uh, well, it's the first one we're going to mention is the, the roof of the Tokyu Honten in Shibuya. I think they have like shops there in the day or something. But they have like mm, vending mm, machines. Yeah. And I was just buying mineral water from the vending machine and like sat around, you know, the table with my friends. And I, I spent, you know, 200 yen the whole evening. Yeah. So, uh, okay, let's just move on to those, uh, the beer guns. Then. So the, the first one is, as you mentioned, the, uh, the Tokyu Honten uh, department store. That's about 200 metres, I guess, from Shibuya Station. So if you're familiar with the area uh, near Don Quixote, I guess is the big kind of landmark in that area. Um, yeah, a cheapo landmark. Yeah, 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 that's what you should know that one. So uh, the great thing about this beer garden is, uh, apart from being able to use the vending machines, is it's an order-as-you-go beer garden. So, you know, you can get a, a, a chew jockey or a dai jockey, which is, you know, the, the extra big um, kind of glass and you don't have to get these kind of all-you-can-drink things. And it's actually, the, the prices are kind of reasonable for beer gardens. Yeah, and it's just it's just a really relaxed place. You know, you, you don't have to make bookings. They're not insistent on some stupid system, which is uh, you, you get with a lot of these places. You know, it's, it's, almost, it's quite anal, actually, a lot of them. 
but uh, yeah, Tokyo Honten is definitely not. So that's that's a big uh, recommendation. Um, okay, so moving on to the next one. Um, this is uh, Mori no Beer Garden, which is uh, Mori is forest, so it means like beer garden in the forest. So this is in an area called Jingu Gaien, which is uh, unless you've made a special trip there, you probably wouldn't have come across it in Tokyo. It's it's kind of like near uh, Jingu Stadium where they have the Yakult uh, the Swallows and the baseball and things. Uh, the great thing about this, this beer garden is it's a, it's a self-service beer garden. So you just pay your money at the entrance. Um, you know, I think it's 4,000 yen for, for women and 4,500 for men or something. And you go in there and you, they, they, uh, you, know, you get a glass and you can basically just drink as much as you want for the, the two hours that you're there. The, the food is not that flash. It's, um, it's what they call, um, I think they call it Genghis Khan. Which is the uh, the lamb barbecue? Apart from that, this is just edamame and, and uh, French fries. So, you know, it's not about the food. It's about um, you know drinking in a nice environment with your friends, and you know, it's it's uh, you know you don't have to deal with the staff, which is great. So, I'd recommend that one. And <laughs> and um, I guess this is not really a beer garden, but we'll kind of finish up with this one uh, in terms of like places to go. It's uh, the Tokyo Bay Noriosen, which is. Um, not a beer garden, but it's it's kind of close. It's a it's a boat. Each summer it does um, it operates for about two and a half months, I think. Just started operation last week. The deal is you pay two thousand five hundred yen and you get to cruise on the boat and you get about ninety minutes of all you can drink, um, you know, beer or whatever you want to drink. And they have an extra special deal if you wear a Japanese yukata. Um, then you get a thousand yen off, so you can do the cruise for one thousand five hundred yen. You know, uh, just the cruise alone, you know, for one thousand five hundred yen is a pretty good deal. Throw in the drinks in it; it's a very good deal. So, nice. uh, yeah. And what's the last cheapo tip on the beer garden section? The last tip is uh, screw the beer gardens <laughs> and just make your own. So, I think we covered this on the site. What do you call them? Alfresco. That's right, Alfresco uh, convenience stores. So. There's one particularly good spot, which is behind uh, Tokyo Midtown. If you go behind there, there's a big terrace area with, with seats and, and tables and chairs. So it's as, it's as good as any beer garden you'll get in Tokyo. And you don't have to um, pay these ridiculous prices. You can just go to the supermarket next door or, or the convenience store in, within uh, Tokyo Midtown and, and just buy what you want. You know, get bentos. Um, you know, you can drink wine. You can drink whatever you want and uh, it's all free you know well apart from the actual cost of the beer and the food so great option well you can't get cheaper than free yep well you can they could actually pay you to do something but (laughs) anyway splendid Um, beaches and beer gardens there you have it I think that brings us to the end of our podcast this week Greg it does Um, check us out on Twitter Tokyo Cheapo uh, give us some comments on our Facebook page and of course tokyocheapo.com and uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes do take a moment to give us a glowing five star cheaper review yeah an honest review of course an honest review an, an honest five star review please <laughs> splendid um, well thanks for listening guys and uh, we'll see you next time bye bye dogs hotels holidays sumo It's a kind of magic. 
another amazing podcast magic production.